This is the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. You are listening to Steve Z and the Truth Hurts Program. The message is so clear that even a child can understand it. Hello and happy Thursday. Welcome to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. It is October the 5th. 2023, and we're just trying desperately to find anything positive happening in the Joe Biden administration. But the more we look, the more negative we find. Days ago, I was sent a video of the man I call Gropey Joe Biden. I actually call him Sleepy, creepy, touchy, feely, mumbling, fumbling, bumbling, crumbling, stumbling, tumbling, muttering, puttering, fluttering, shuddering, stuttering, stammering, hair sniffing, mopey, dopey, little girl gropey. Crime boss, mental loss, feeble, frail failures, so-called president, basement dwelling, ego, swelling, lies, selling, influence, peddling Joe Biden. But you get the message. You know Joe Biden, the pedophile president, the guy whose own son calls him pedo Pete or pedophile Pete, the man seen on numerous video clips throughout his career, openly fondling the unbrazeared chests of little girls, sniffing little girls' hair, groping young women, mouth-kissing his own granddaughter? You know, your Democratic Party president. The video was authenticated. I verified that it actually occurred, and it was captured during the Democratic National Committee event held in 2022. In the video, Joe Biden is rambling on, mumbling, monotonally stuttering and stammering, And then suddenly he makes eye contact with a woman in the crowd that he apparently recognized. Suddenly his eyes lit up and like a blood engorged man part, Joe Biden got energetic and said, But guess what? We got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. Gotta say hi to me. He got all smiley and devious looking. He squinched his eyes and he smiled a little bit. You gotta say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. She was 12, I was 30. But anyway, it was part of a rambling speech that went on and on, droning on about this and that and finding ways to bash Donald Trump. So that was the part that was questioned by Snopes. Is it out of context? Was it out of context? Why would he mention she was 12 and I was 30? What could a 12-year-old girl possibly have done for a 30-year-old pedophile pervert like Joe Biden? So I played a little bit longer piece and it said, But guess what? We got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. (laughs) We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Wow. Now, he was speaking to the National Education Administration folks, the NEA, at that time. But strangely enough, the mainstream leftist progressive liberal woke media never bothered to question him about it, about this unidentified event that took place when Biden was an adult, a 30-year-old man, and this woman was just a little prepubescent girl of 12 years of age. This guy is a pervert, and he is the face of the Democratic political party in the United States of America. What a sick, twisted world we live in. Switching gears, but staying with the Biden White House, and now speaking about members of the staff at the White House, Joe Saunders writes the following headline in the Western Journal. 
Peter Ducey refuses to let Corrine Jean-Pierre get away with blaming Republicans for Democrat Representative Cuellar's carjacking. Now, you might have heard the Democratic Party Congressman Henry Cuellar of Texas. He was carjacked outside of his own house in Democratic Party-run Washington, D.C. Oh, you didn't hear about it? That's probably because the mainstream leftist, progressive, liberal, woke, slimeball, Biden-covering media tried desperately to quash that story. After all, the Democratic Party, the party of defund the police, the party of we support criminals, the party of victims ask for it by being rich and driving nice cars. You know, that Democratic Party? They do not like it very much when we call them out for their massive failures on every possible front. So when our hero, field reporter Peter Ducey of Fox News, dared to ask the quota hire, little French dip, buckwheat as she's called by the owner of a Nashville radio station because of her wild hair, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the woman who was only hired because she checked off three of Gropy Joe Biden's diversity hire wish list. When Peter Ducey asked Corrine Jean-Pierre about Democrat Henry Cuellar being carjacked in Democrat-run Washington, D.C., Corrine tried to blow him off. Now, when I say she tried to blow him off, I mean brush off the question, ignore him, move on, because, you know, as a lesbian black woman, actually blowing off Mr. Ducey would be out of the question. But Peter Ducey fought back. This tumultuous moment came during a White House daily news briefing when the press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, already known for flaming partisanship, decided that when Democratic congressmen are carjacked in a Democratic city where Democrats control all levels of the government and all public services, the blame should really be placed on, you guessed it, Republicans. Republicans are supposedly to blame for failing to support a bill that the Democratic president signed into law two years ago after it was passed by a Democratic-controlled Congress. According to the official White House transcript of the briefing, Peter Ducey was following up on another reporter's question that asked whether President Joe Biden had a comment about the carjacking of Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar in democratically controlled Washington, D.C. And what the crime might say more broadly about safety and crime in the District of Columbia. Pretty straightforward follow-up question. Here's what Corrine Jean-Pierre had to say. I know you have, I know you're going to follow up on that. What's, what's your question? Well, the first follow-up would be to blame Republicans for this. Isn't D.C. run by a bunch of Democrats? I'm going to speak to what the president has done, right? The president has been very, very straightforward about what he has done to make sure that communities are safe. American Rescue Plan, not one Republican in Congress voted for it. Not one. There were billions of dollars in that plan, in that, in that act, to make sure communities across the country got funding so that they can indeed hire more police officers so that they can keep their communities safe. Republicans had nothing to do with that. They were not involved in that. They decided not to vote on the American Rescue Plan. That's just a fact. Apparently, it never occurred to the press secretary that the argument failed by its own logic since the topic of conversation proved at least one community is decidedly unsafe, the very Democratic-controlled Washington, D.C., 
where Biden received a Soviet-like 93% of the vote, supposedly. So Ducey had the logical follow-up. How are you going to blame Republicans for this? D.C., isn't it run by a bunch of Democrats? So Jean-Pierre said, I'm going to speak to what the president has done, right? The president have been very, very straightforward about what he has done to make sure that communities are safe. Well, if that's the case, how did the Democratic congressman get carjacked in a safe Democratic-run community? But that wasn't enough. Corinne Jean-Pierre then said, the America Rescue Plan, not one Republican in Congress voted for it, not one. There were billions of dollars in that plan, in that, in, in that act to make sure that communities across the country got funding so they can hire, indeed, more police officers so they can keep their communities safe. Republicans had nothing to do with that. They were not involved in that. They decided not to vote on the American Rescue Plan. That's just a fact. But it doesn't matter whether Republicans voted. The plan passed the Democrat House of Representatives, the Democrat-run Senate, and was signed by the Democrat President of the United States. And here we are in 2023, and a Democrat congressman is carjacked at gunpoint by a black minority community member and they're trying to blame the Republicans. Unbelievable. You see, Jean-Pierre's answer never did come. She later answered another reporter stating that Biden had spoken to Cuellar, presumably wishing him well, as do all decent Americans. But then she pivoted to a non sequitur claiming Biden through the American Rescue Plan had made billions of dollars available at the local level so they can make sure that their communities were safe. My friends, it's a fact that not a single Republican in Congress voted for the American Rescue Plan. That monstrosity of legislation supposedly aimed at battling COVID, it's a credit to the GOP. Since, as Cuellar's own experience might now show, the American Rescue Plan has been about as effective at rescuing Americans as the Inflation Reduction Act was at reducing inflation. Neither one worked. The fully Democrat-backed American Rescue Plan has seen higher crime, more illegal immigration, in fact, record high illegal immigration, and still calls for defunding the police by Democrats. Just like the so-called Inflation Reduction Act has not reduced inflation by one-tenth of one percent. It hasn't reduced inflation at all. In fact, Inflation continues to rise under Joe Biden's Bidenomics, even though the American Rescue Plan and the Inflation Reduction Act have both failed miserably. It's a good thing the Republicans did not vote to support it, because then they'd be able to say, well, Republicans supported the plan. We didn't. But in the shifting blame game, twisted lies of the Biden administration through their supposed qualified spokesperson, the fact of the matter remains. The Democrats, on their own, passed the act that has seen absolutely zero results. Thanks to Miss Corrine Jean-Pierre's loyalty and Democratic Party affiliation, and no doubt the fact that she's black, she's a lesbian, she's a woman, she continues to get a free pass from the White House media, the very group of Americans that should never go easy on any 
spokesperson, especially in a world where things are going so horribly wrong as they are in Joe Biden's America. In the social media world, the audience is, however, thankfully, a lot tougher. Republicans voted against something that ultimately passed by Democrats that was supposed to help communities fight crime, and clearly the rescue plan did not do a thing to fight crime. How is this somehow the Republicans' fault? This is ridiculous, my friends. But that wasn't the only time during this press conference that Corrine Jean-Pierre decided to blow off Peter Ducey. Listen to this clip, this exchange. So what do you call it here at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day? So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a, a, a wait, no, 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 you can't. Green? I'm answering, okay, we're going to move You're on. You're answering no, 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 we're moving on. Green, moving. In the back, no, no. You said you were stopping back, the flow the of the border. No, no, I tried to letters. answer, Peter, uh, okay. I tried to answer the question, you stopped me. Let's go. So she just blows him off. She refuses to answer any questions about the failings of the Biden administration. She claims that he cut her off. She wasn't answering the question though. She decided to answer his question with a question on a completely unrelated topic. Switching to the border, Joe Biden once said this in regards to border security when asked would he approve building a wall. Make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. He said that while he was debating Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. This was back on September 12th of 2019 when he was a candidate running for president. We want people to come up from Mexico, from Venezuela, from Honduras, from Nicaragua, from Mexico, from all of these places. We want them to surge up to the border and claim asylum. That's what we do. That's exactly what he has done. Joe Biden is bad for America, but you people supposedly voted him in. So don't blame me for the failings. You know, it's really getting more and more difficult to find any upside for President Joe Biden. Publicly, his own Democratic Party confidence in the incumbent president is tepid at best, despite whatever company line that's being spewed forth by those who are speaking for him. Privately, though, things are much different. Things could be even grimmer for Biden when it comes to his own political party, at least according to a new report from the Wall Street Journal. That news outlet reports that Democrats are increasingly worried and it's getting worse day by day. They are resigned to the idea that Joe Biden isn't going anywhere. There is no viable plan B. Camel Toe Harris is a joke. Naughty, nasty Nazi Pelosi, never able to be the president. Chuckles the Clown Schumer, too cushy of a job as the Senate president. Michelle or Michael Obama, depending on which tabloid you read, yeah, they might try and float Barack Hussein Obama's husband, uh, uh, wife, but I don't think she has the clout to get it done. She certainly couldn't beat a Donald Trump, I don't think, in an open contest. Then there's the idiot, Gavin Newsom, out there in California, who has said publicly on multiple occasions he has no interest in running this cycle. So who do they have? Gropey Joe Biden. Now, certain American issues like the failing, flailing Bidenomics economy, Biden's soul-crushing, citizen-punishing inflation, massive increases in crime, 
especially in Democratic-run cities, the record-setting drug overdose crisis, record-breaking illegal immigration, gasoline supply and pricing crises that could possibly be fixed with some better policymaking, we're stuck with Joe Biden. And he is grappling with a number of issues that will only get worse with the passage of time. Time passes as time tends to do. Issues like Biden's age, frailty, temperament, general incompetence, inability to simply exit a stage or string two coherent sentences together, his memory lapses, his constant lies and misinformation. People are taking notice. These things are not easily fixable. Democrats are privately taking notice, not publicly. Conversations with more than a dozen leading Democrats revealed the pervasive, mostly private sense of worry that hangs over the 2024 political race, according to the Wall Street Journal. Some compare this moment in time to the 2016 election cycle, when many top Democrats brushed aside Hillary Clinton's vulnerabilities, only to watch her ultimately lose to Donald Trump. Time is a bitch, and the passage of time is inevitable. As Joe Biden's time continues to pass, as he continues to flail and fail, the big question for Democrats, and unfortunately for the rest of America, is not if, but when the wheels will fall off the Biden bus. Regardless, for now, it appears Democrats will continue to offer their full-throated support of gropey Joe Biden, the pervert, the pedophile. And despite the seemingly never-ending train of indictments against his potential rival, Donald Trump, whose poll numbers are skyrocketing, Biden is watching his poll numbers go farther and farther into the abyss. Americans are starting to see what Biden has done to them and question more and more daily, what the hell has Biden done for them? The answer, of course, nothing. He has wrecked their wallets, drained their savings, increased their credit card debt, put home ownership out of reach for more and more in the more vulnerable, poor communities by causing interest rates to rise so high, as well as prices for everything everyone buys. We've watched the border be overrun with 2.8 million that we caught illegal criminal lawbreaking trespassing invaders and another 15 to 40 million that got away. We're watching fentanyl come across the border in record numbers. And although Biden can say we have indeed captured and destroyed a lot of fentanyl, a lot of it is getting through and killing Americans on a daily basis. Americans see what Biden is doing to them, just like the same Americans can look back three or four short years ago and simply remember all of the good that Donald Trump was responsible for. Time will tell. But Joe Biden, he thinks he's got a free slate, a free pass. Everyone's covering for him. He knows he's untouchable. Biden's smug reaction to his impeachment inquiry sparks fury from his critics. A reporter outside the White House asked Joe Biden, what is your response to Republicans opening the impeachment inquiry into you? Biden responded with a wide grin and a hearty laugh before saying, lots of luck. The response came in the wake of the announcement of an inquiry into potentially illegal foreign business dealings involving the president, his son Hunter Biden, and many other members of the Biden crime family. The inquiry, of course, is the next logical step 
to seek answers for the American public regarding the abuse of power, regarding the influence peddling, regarding the tens of millions of dollars received by Biden and his family for doing absolutely nothing. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, corruption. They warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. But the president has denied all the allegations, saying, quote, everyone always asks about impeachment. I get up every day, not a joke, not focused on impeachment. I've got a job to do and deal with the issues Americans affect American people every single solitary day. But Joe Biden, impeachment is something that affects Americans every single day. When your supposed leader is this corrupt, our Constitution calls for these inquiries into your high crimes and misdemeanors allegations. It's no different than when naughty, nasty, Nazi Nancy Pelosi did it twice to Donald Trump with no evidence whatsoever. But we've got mountains of evidence on you, Joe Biden. Mountains of evidence against you and your family. You said when Trump was being impeached twice, it was very important for the American people to know what their leaders are doing. Why is it now suddenly not important? Because it's happening to you? But we all know nothing will likely happen. The good old boys network in DC is doing everything they can to sidestep the issue and their willing accomplices in the mainstream leftist progressive liberal woke media, they're right on board. Hell, they even managed to find a way to vote out the sitting speaker of the house with 100% Democratic Party support and a few rhino nutjob Republicans siding with them to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. All to divert your attention away from what should happen, what must happen, what needs to happen. The impeachment of Joe Biden. And it seems like everyone is covering for him. He knows he's untouchable because he's protected by the deep state and the press. And if you don't believe that, Good luck in the next four years. I do want to get back to the quota hire, French dip little Corrine Jean-Pierre. She has accused the Republicans of treating the crisis that Joe Biden has created at our southern border as a publicity stunt. She said, quote, What I'm saying is that the president, without the help, without the help of the Republicans, is doing everything that he can to deal with the border. While Republicans try to push forth a continual resolution to limit, to take away the federal agents that we see at the border, they trying to politicize it and make it worse. That's what Republicans are trying to do and turn it into a political skunt. stunt. The president is actually dealing with the issue that's in front of him by getting record funding, 25,000 federal agents to the border. That is something this president has been able to do. And deterrence, we have had the largest expansion of pathways in decades. And we made clear that attempting to cross the border unlawfully will result in prompt removal, a five-year ban on re-entry, and potential criminal prosecution. Here's my question, Corrine Jean-Pierre. Why have the numbers of illegal criminal law-breaking trespassing invaders gone up to record high levels since Joe Biden took office. If you guys are doing such a great job, how can this possibly be? Under Donald Trump, we saw record low illegal immigration. Your administration is doing just the opposite. The GOP has frequently accused Biden of implementing an open border. And with this record-breaking year after last record-breaking year 
of massive, illegal, unfettered immigration, there's no argument whatsoever with accusing Joe Biden of an open border. Even Democratic governors have begun to differ from the Biden administration when it comes to his mishandling of our border, calling it out as failed and as a crisis, begging for federal dollars, hoping that Biden will do what Trump successfully did, reduce immigration. Here's just some of today's headlines regarding the border from ABC News. Number of buses arriving with illegal migrants nearly triples in New York City. Fox News uh, headline, Chicago residents enraged as the city battles a migrant crisis. You work for us. Democrats flip-flop on immigration as crossing surge. Biden potentially politically trapped. Democrat Senator Chris Coons said, we need to come together to fund additional border security. And my favorite, Biden backpedals and goes against his own policies by now suddenly calling for a border wall. He knew the wall would stop immigration when he stopped construction of the wall nearly three years ago, day one of becoming your president. Remember, he shut down the construction sites that were building the big beautiful wall envisioned by Donald Trump that would have certainly curtailed illegal immigration and funneled illegal immigrants as well as asylum seekers through lawful points of entry where they could be vetted, checked out, where their story could be verified. And if they were caught lying, you send them back where they came from. Joe Biden rolled out the welcome mat. Come on in. Come on in. We've got free food, free medical care, free luxury hotel stays, air-conditioned transportation to the city of our choice, your choice, as long as it's not a Democrat-run city or Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Come on in. We'll give you a free cell phone. Come on in and tell your family members to come in too, but just remember to vote Democrat as soon as you can possibly latch on to a driver's license in a state with motor voter laws. Joe Biden is responsible for the crisis at our southern border, and any person who dares to say otherwise is a lying sack of syphilitic sheep crap. You thought I was going to say the S word, didn't you? And now, after being housed in police stations for weeks, migrants in Chicago are being locked out of those police stations. Video footage shows migrants on a sidewalk with their belongings as the city prepares for even more arrivals and more backlash from the residents. My friends, it's going to be a fun week, especially in Washington, D.C. And as I have often compared the Democrats, like rats from a sinking ship, a top Democrat has abandoned Biden's ship and contemplates a 2024 challenge to the president shaking up political party dynamics within the Democratic ranks. Dean Phillips, a prominent Democrat, has resigned from House Democratic leadership, citing his lack of belief in President Joe Biden's candidacy for the 2024 election. The 54-year-old Phillips serves as the co-chair of the House Democratic Policy and Communications Committee, but chose to step down voluntarily, asserting that his views about Biden as the choice for the 2024 candidate were causing discomfort amongst his colleagues and his constituents alike. In a statement released on X, formerly Twitter, 
Phillips clarified his decision, saying, I have decided to step down from the DPCC and the Democratic Caucus leadership. While politics and official work do not mix, it's my clear convictions about 2024 that are incongruent with the position of my colleagues, and that was causing discomfort. I was not pressured or forced to resign. He then hinted at a possibility of challenging Joe Biden for the presidential primary in 2024. This notion gained attention given Biden's age and some concerns within the Democratic Party about all of his lies, his gaffes, his mishandling of the economy, of the border, of every other thing he has before him, and the need for an alternative candidate. Joe Biden supposedly doesn't have a serious challenger within his own party, unless you count Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but the media has decided to blow him off completely. Phillips is a three-term moderate Democrat from the Minneapolis, Minnesota suburbs, and he acknowledged he may not have the national recognition or the political positioning required to challenge an incumbent president effectively. Despite this, he is encouraging other Democrats to consider running in the primary to ensure a competitive process. He said, quote, to CBS, Democrats are telling me that they want not a coronation, but a competition. If we don't heed the call, shame on us. And the consequences, I believe, are going to be disastrous. Okay, folks, we have run out of time for this wonderful edition of the Truth Hurts program. Go out there and make it a great day. We'll see you next time. Happy Thursday. Thank you for listening. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program was pre-recorded.